0: As the dawning of the day moves us from darkness to light, so will the entrance of God's Word lighten up your life. Stay tuned for the teaching ministry of Charlotte Favre as she presents this light with Bringing to Light Ministries. Today is your day for victory in Jesus. Good day to you, and I'm so glad that you have tuned in to our program, Bring to Light. We're excited about the series. We've called it, Who Walk Not After the Flesh. So it's important to know today that when we walk in the Spirit, we're going to experience things from God that are good. We're gonna experience life and life abundantly. But if we yield to the flesh, many times it's going to hinder us. It's going to move us into a place that can be detrimental to ourselves and the things that God has called us to do. So we're learning through this message how to subdue the flesh to walk after what the Spirit of God, the Word of God is saying to us. So I'm trusting that you're getting these truths down in your heart. Washante has a special word. I want you to listen carefully as she shares these things with you.
1: Hello, I'm Shantae Hockman. There is no greater love than the love from our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. We know in John three sixteen it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. In verse 17, it says that God did not come to condemn the world, but to come to love us and to give his life for us. We know in Romans in chapter 10 in verse 9 it says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess that you are saved. God wants you to give your life to him today. He loves you so much. And there is nothing like knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord. He will give you that peace and that joy in your heart that you need. And it promises us that he will give us eternal life. And we know in Ephesians, it says Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourself, it is the gift of God. It's nothing that we can do in ourselves and who we are, but this is a gift that God has given to us that we can have eternal life, and it's by His grace and His love. Please pray a prayer with me today and ask Jesus to be your Lord and to be your Savior. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. And Father, I come and I ask you to be my Lord, to be my Savior. I ask you to cleanse me and purify me from all sin. I ask you to forgive me for anything, all that I have done. And Lord, I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and to be my Savior. In Jesus' holy name, amen. We'll praise the Lord. We know in verse 13 of Romans 9 it says, Call upon the Lord and you will be saved. So as you have called upon the Lord today, I believe that you have received Jesus and you have have been saved and that you will spend eternity in heaven with me. Well, praise the Lord. Please call or write to us and let us know what God has done for you today. Thank you. Well, praise the
0: Lord. Again, the name of this series is Those Who Walk Not After the Flesh. You know, we focused in on the three words of, of shame and the guilt and the condemnation that can come our way. And we had started on our last program, and I want to review just a little bit here. But what do we do when these things come our way? If I start feeling guilty about something right now, what am I guilty about? Is there really a reason for me to feel guilty? Now obviously as we have seen, if I sin, if I do something I shouldn't have done, I'm gonna feel guilty about it as a child of God, as a Christian. Uh, the Bible says our hearts will condemn us when we know of those sins that we have committed. So yes, I'm gonna feel that guilt. How about shame? You know, I feel ashamed about something right now. What am I ashamed about? Have I done something? Is it something, somebody's done evil to me and it's brought shame into my life? Is it condemnation that I feel so condemned? I don't even feel like I can hold my head up because there's such condemnation in my life. Even as a child of God, what do I do? The first thing that we have looked at is find out what we are ashamed of. What are we condemned about? What are we guilty about? You know, it is important to say, why do I feel this way? and answer it. Well, I feel guilty because last week, uh, I did my income tax and I didn't put everything there. Well, you know, God was dealing with the heart. So what do I do? Well, you know, first of all, I wanna repent to the Lord for that because that's stealing. It is stealing and I call it what it is, Lord, this is what I did and it's wrong and I'm asking you to forgive me. I wanna make this thing right. Okay, so I want to find out what it's about and then I'm going to repent. If it's something that's been done to me, then, Lord Jesus, I forgive them. But I'm not going to allow what they did to me to paralyze me in a state of shame and guilt and condemnation. So it's establishing what it is, the reason for it. Is there something going on in my life that is contrary to the word? Did I try to say, well, this is okay. You know, everybody does this, it's not a problem, but yet I have these things of the guilt, shame, condemnation. But let me tell you, if it is contrary to what God's word says, then it is sin. Now, let me go a little bit further with this. You may be all right in your heart to do certain things in life, and you can go about your business and continue to do that and you feel that everything is okay between you and God. And it may not be something we can say, well, now this scripture speaks against that. We may not really have that in your situation. But for me, I might say, I can't do that. For me, it would be sinful because I don't believe that's something that God would want me to do or have me to do. I know uh, when I was born again, and that was glorious, but it's when I was filled with the Holy Ghost. I mean, everything, spiritually speaking, seemed to come alive to me. And the word came alive to me. But there were certain things that it came to me, Charlotte, you should no longer be saying this, or this should no longer be a part of your life. And it's like, I I didn't want to do those things anymore. And so uh, maybe a shame or guilt came to me about those things or condemnation. Well, when my heart condemns me in those things, I've gotta make a decision. God doesn't want me to move in that area. Now, if I go ahead and do it, what happens is I have guilt, shame, and condemnation. So I don't wanna remain in that. I've got to deal with whatever that is that makes me feel that way. Yes, first repent turn away from it or turn to what God is saying. You know, I've had God to work on that end of me. You know, I remember him telling me to go pray for a particular lady in a church I used to attend. She would go in the altar and she would ask God for healing and I could literally see the spirit of death on her. I knew that if something didn't change, that woman was going to die. And I sensed the Lord say to me, go and lay over her and breathe life into her. And I'm like, what? You know, I mean, the pastor's up there. He can pray over her and God can do, you can do what you need to do, God. But, you know, I didn't obey. And so what happens, I go home and now I've got guilt. Now I have shame and I have condemnation. Well, I have to admit, I didn't have a lot of confidence through the week before God because of what I had done that was wrong. But i tell you what I did do that Monday after that Sunday that that happened, I came to Jesus and I said, Jesus, I have failed you. You told me to do something and I didn't obey you and I'm asking you to forgive me and Lord, give me another chance. And God, when she goes to the altar, if she does, I will obey what you told me to do. Well, I had shared in the meantime with my husband what I felt that the Lord had said to me. And he looked at me, he said, God said, what? I mean, you know, it was strange to him. So that wasn't encouraging me a whole lot, what I felt like God was saying to me. So sure enough, next Sunday came, they gave the the invitation and here she comes back to the front again. I could still see a spirit of death upon her very face in her life and i said okay god i will obey you but god it's you that has to do the work i made my way down and i stooped down beside of her on the floor because she had fallen under the power of the spirit of god and i whispered to her god told me to breathe life into you and she smiled and the tears started streaming down the sides of her face and i gently laid myself over her and I inhaled, and then I breathed out, just like I felt the Lord had spoken to me. Breathe over her life, and I did that. Well, while I was there, I hadn't even raised up, the Spirit of God hit her, and she started shaking under the power of God. My body started shaking uncontrollably under the power of God, And I mean, it was electricity, that's what it felt like, just vibing through our bodies. You know, uh, finally I was able to stand up and she was ready to get up and I helped her to her feet. And I want you to know that that woman was healed in those moments. Well, you see, I could have disobeyed God the second time, but thank you, Jesus, that I obeyed what he asked me to do. You look at the guilt, the shame, and the condemnation that I had the first time because I didn't obey what he told me to do. So I want to encourage you, when God speaks to you, obey him now you say well i don't know if it's god or not well when you're a person of the word you're going to be able to judge a lot of things by the word of god and if it's not black and white if you will in scripture you're going to have a knowing in your heart that this is god or it isn't I, again, sometimes we call it a check in my spirit. Somebody will say, "God said," and of course, we don't have scripture for it. That you should do this or you shouldn't do that. And when that comes to me, there's times it'll bear witness with my spirit, and I will say thank you for speaking into my life. And you know, if there's any credence to what came into my heart, then I better be a doer of what God's saying to me through that individual. But if it's this doesn't seem right to me, it's just not bearing witness with my spirit, it feels more like a a word of condemnation to me, then you know what, I'm not gonna be rude to that person, but I'm gonna dismiss what they said to me. Now, God can bring things back to our remembrance, maybe, that we do need to look at a situation. But loud, here's what the, the Bible says, let the Spirit of God umpire or rule in your heart. You have the Holy Ghost, and if you're born again today, and He will lead you, and He will guide you, and He will direct you in what He has for you. So, the third thing. If God does reveal something to you that you have missed the mark, you have sinned, simply repent. We've looked at that over and over. We're going to call it sin and we're going to turn from it. If it's the sin of I was supposed to do something and didn't, I'm going to repent of that and then do what God tells me to do. The next thing is accept your forgiveness. Sometimes we need to literally act that part out. Jesus, like I showed you this uh, in recent teachings, I've confessed this to Jesus. Uh, I I have done what I know the word says, and he promised he'd forgive me. And I would say, then, Lord, you have forgiven me. Now, Lord, help me to forgive myself that I can move forward. And he will. The fifth thing, if the feeling of shame persists, resist the accuser of the brethren here's how you do it you spirit of shame guilt condemnation go from me in jesus name go from me in jesus name now let me say this you know i'm living my life i feel that god told me to say this do this and i obeyed him you know the enemy hates it when he knows that god is speaking and we begin to step out and do things because he knows there's power when we do those things so what's he going to do he's going to bring condemnation i don't know how many times that god has allowed me to uh, interpret tongues or to prophesy uh, in a group of people or a service And you know, I don't think I have ever moved out in what God's called me to do if almost immediately the enemy didn't come and say, well, that was stupid. You know, just what you said, what do you think people think about you? He would bring condemnation to me. And you know, if I didn't have a chance to deal with that, he could try to beat me in the ground, listen, over being obedient to what God told me to do. I want to also say this part. How many times do we feel like, well, they must be angry at me or upset with me. Um, They didn't allow me to do this, so they must be angry at me. Or you know, they didn't really speak to me, they just passed on the other side and went their way. Wonder what I've done. Isn't it amazing how we second guess ourselves in situations? Many times that person may have something else on their mind and they were just going to take care of it and didn't even notice you. But a lot of times our flesh will try to rise up and say they have a problem with me. Now, I can say this with some confidence because this has happened to me too many times. I would think, well, you know, they just they don't like me is it maybe because I'm a woman, they they just don't like women, or they don't want women to be in ministry, and I start having all these negative thoughts about what they think about me, well, you know what, then I'm going to start responding to them like they actually said that and did that. Whether you realize it or not, you will. And then I'm believing, listen to this part, I am believing that's what they think about me. I am believing that they're talking about me. I am believing that they don't like any women in ministry. Well, you see, if you believe something, you're going to follow through with that belief system and have all the negative feelings, all the negative things that would try to hold you in the flesh. But you know, here's the thing, if they do treat you differently, you may want to say, can we have just a minute and go over to the side with them and say, I have noticed that I have uh, spoken to you several times and you just always turn your head and look the other way. I just wanted to see if I have said or done anything to hurt you because I sure don't want to. And if you do that in love and gentleness and kindness, then they're going to be able to say, well, somebody told me you said, okay? Oh my, I did not say that. Let's go get that person. And sure enough, pull them in to that situation. And I have literally seen people say, oh, but that wasn't what I meant. Well, that's what you said. Oh, but that wasn't what I meant. But you know one thing about it, you clear it up. You correct the situation. Well, wonder if they say, oh, let me tell you, I've got so-and-so in my family. They've been very sick for weeks, so forgive me. I didn't even realize I was ignoring you or not speaking to you. You see, what are you doing? You're clearing the air. The enemy's over here telling you they don't like you, and they're going to do this, and, and all this stuff. So a lot of our living is living in this atmosphere if you will of the upset frustrated they don't like me and all that does is rob us of the abundant life that jesus christ came to give to us so you know don't allow those things to come and stay in your life somebody may be mistreating you there may be somebody that is wronging you what do you do with those situations well, if it's a Christian and you can go to them and ask them, you know, I've just noticed this and I've noticed whatever and you know, is there something that I've done? Well, they may look at you and say, Well, you just don't deserve it. they may be mean. They may be totally mean to you. Say, Well, you know, I just didn't want there to be a division in our relationship. I don't I don't want that. And if I have said or done any you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, they may still be mean to you, but you know what? Then it's between them and God. You are freed from that situation. Now, if you work under somebody like that, it's not always easy. And I have, and I know how difficult that it can be. But at the same time, you have to say, Lord Jesus, I thank you that you vindicate me. You take care of me. But I forgive them for their attitude and the things they've said or the things that they've done. But God help me and I remember praying, and God get me out of this office as quick as you can. And I've seen God do that too. And to move me into a place that was far better. But you know what, as long as you're there, Bible said God's grace, is sufficient for you. So yeah, resist the devil when he comes and brings feelings of guilt and shame and condemnation. The next thing, praise the Lord that your sins are forgiven. Thank him, you know, if there's something you have done, Lord, thank you that I am forgiven. You need to hear yourself say, I am forgiven. I've even had feelings that would rise up, and especially about somebody that was in my family. And i would feel hurt toward them all over again it it happened years ago but i'd feel that hurt rise up again i'd be driving down the road and i'd find myself being pulled into a place and it was the flash it wasn't the spirit and i would say out loud God, I have forgiven them, and I'd call their name, in Jesus' name, they are forgiven. And what's happening, I am not allowing what they did or didn't do to hold me today. I am releasing them to God. But I want the enemy to know, and I'm putting God in remembrance of his word, and I need to hear, I have forgiven them in jesus name the next thing if shame persists and condemnation reread the scriptures that declare my sins are forgiven i'm going to refuse to allow shame and condemnation and guilt in my life in jesus name so we want to decree that with our mouths. The Bible said that we speak life. We can speak life or death, but we're going to speak life because our words make a difference. I'm going to decree, I am forgiven. But if I start talking about, well, I did this and I did that, and oh, I can't believe I did this, but I did, what are we doing? We're holding ourselves in a place. Repent of it. Repent of it and move forward in Jesus' name. Now, as a counselor, I've had people to come in, and they they would start all this positive talk. Now, I believe in positive talk. We're to speak life. <clears throat> but as a counselor, i look at them, and then I'll say, well, then, that, that's wonderful. All that you've just said is great. But why have you come for counseling? Well, you know, there's people that so hung up on, I've got to speak the positive. I've got to speak the positive. I can't speak anything negative then how can we ever bear one another's burdens? How can we ever speak into each other's lives about maybe a wrong belief or a wrong situation? There are times that I'm gonna have to say, this is what I'm dealing with, ugly as it is, or this is what I feel and to be able to openly say those things now i don't think everyday lifestyle should be speaking uh, the problems and the troubles no but when you go to somebody to get prayer or to get help let them know what's going on you know this is going on or that and then it leaves me in a place of feeling guilty shame condemnation and i don't like what i feel I recently spoke with a dear brother in the Lord, uh, just a very dear man of God, and uh, I started sharing just a little bit. I really didn't share a whole lot about some of the feelings I had about a situation, because I'd already thought, I don't like the way I feel about this. I don't like the weight of that on me. I want to be free from that. But I had a really rough time uh, when some events took place, and it weighed on me for several hours. And uh, I just finally had to get to the place, God, I forgive. I displace them in your hands, God, but I choose to move forward. God, you always take care of me. There is no man that can ever rule over me or reign over me or hurt me, God, that you don't see the situation and you know the situation, Father God. So I thank you for it, but Lord, I release that to you. And uh, so, because it had been weighing on me a bit, I was sharing this with this brother, and he started smiling at me. And I said, what are you smiling about? He said, Charlotte, I deal with those things too. I said, you do? And I began to weep, and I said, I was feeling so ashamed that I felt like I was the only one that could ever feel that way. And he smiled, and he said, Charlotte, he said, I bet you've repented of those feelings. I said, I have, many times. But I feel, I'm still dealing with it. And he said, that is a work of the flesh. But by the spirit, you're taking authority over what the flesh is doing. So you can have feelings. You can be upset about a situation. You may not like the way something is handled. But don't allow it to hold you. You take it to God in prayer. And God knows how to deal with whoever it is, or whatever is going on. And then the last thing, you may need to speak to a spirit-filled believer. Don't try to carry the pain of yesterday, the abuse that you have sustained, or maybe abusing someone else, being involved in sin, uh, anything that is trying to hold you in the bondage of that. You have confessed it, Jesus has forgiven you, but if you can't seem to get past the guilt and the shame and the condemnation, find you a Christian counselor who can give to you the scripture, listen to your story and pray and healing come to you. Our time is coming gone, I've enjoyed it. But until next time, may God bless you and I love you, I love you all.
1: Hello, I am Shantae Hockman. Are you in an area in your life where you need a healing or a touch from the Lord? God wants to touch your body or to just even touch you emotionally and give you his peace that passes all understanding. We know that the Bible gives us many promises of God's healing power. In Isaiah 53, in verse 4, it says, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. I believe that God wants to touch you today in a mighty way. We believe in God's word and in his promises, and I feel that we can just hold fast to his promises every day and to speak his word. I know that when my little boy was sick that I just spoke the word over him and I said, Micah, you will live and not die and you will declare the works of the Lord. And I know that the word says that Jesus, he sent his word and Jesus is the word. God sent his word to heal all of us from our sicknesses and diseases. Can I pray with you today that God will touch your body wherever you are. The promise says that he will bring us peace. And it says that God, he even bore the grief and the sorrow that you may have today, that God wants to touch you mentally, physically, spiritually, in every way. Let's pray, Father, we just come to you, Lord, in the precious name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you for my brother and my sister today. Father, wherever they are, God, you know their need. And Father, I'm asking of you to touch their bodies. Lord, to minister peace and joy and strength to their hearts today. Father, I thank you for a healing in their bodies that we can just hold fast to your promises that by Jesus' stripes we are healed and we are whole. And Father, we thank you for your healing in my brother and sister today. Father, just touch their bodies by your power and by your might. And Father, we thank you for it, that they are healed and they are whole. In Jesus' holy name, amen. We'll praise God. Please write to us or call and let us know what God has done for you today. And I'm believing and I stand fast in prayer for your healing and from a touch from the Lord. Amen.